Always ready. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm a little bit sore. We just came back from the Squid Games. We did them this morning. I'm still looking at the footage, and man, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be posting some of that on the Temple page. But um, before anything else, uh, we wanted to do another podcast, um, trying to do as many as we can as time allows. We're trying to get uh, members of our community, people you see in passing, um, here at the gym, outside of the gym, and anything that we're involved with. Um, today, we are touching topic on PTSD and the holidays. PTSD, um, it's commonly known that term, but it stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and we are going to be uh, discussing or talking to the founder of My Veteran Passion, um, the nonprofit that aids local veterans and uh, veterans across the nation connecting through fitness and in other online platforms and other programs, all in efforts to prevent veteran suicide. He is also my brother. <laughs> Yay! So, Ramon, uh, do you want to say hi, brother? Hello, brother. <laughs> so, um, well, thank you for being here, first my of all. Pleasure, Sorry that I was eating a burrito prior to you. Yeah, it's not I was, a, yeah, yeah I'm not I like was hungry. Time. And then I made oatmeal, but I'm like, the burrito. burrito. The it's burrito. Saturday. <laughs> I ran in the park. That counts for something, right? Spooky Saturday, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, PTSD in the holidays. And again, we're no experts. We don't have the answer to everything. But also, I think there's some value in bringing and shedding light in that topic. Um, we all have different experiences with different people that we know. The holidays, just for someone... Just anyone in general, it can be. It can bring a lot of emotions, happiness, sadness. It it brings things from the past. Um, I don't know where we are at right now, where you were. It's just a lot of emotion. So, I wanted to take the time and do a podcast and, and talk about that and how that goes in line in terms of PTSD. So, maybe share a little bit of what you know of what your experiences are with the veterans that you have this conversations on while we're doing this he is also live on discord and he on has twitch too. on twitch too and on different platforms and he has like 30 people that he's talking to while he's talking to me i would not be able to do that just so you know i can only talk to one and then yeah, i think that's that's my Squirrel. my attention span at this point but i'm drinking coffee so that helps so um Maybe talk a little bit about that, brother. Anything you want to share with us? Absolutely. Um, the reason I started MVP was because of that, because of mental terrors that um, a couple of my buddies that I served with succumbed to those mental terrors in one month. It was four of them. Um, I couldn't understand it. That put me through a swirl myself of like, what are you doing? Like, these are your friends. How did you let this go? Uh, sometimes even putting some of that guilt is like, why don't you call them? Why don't you text them? something um so to me it was like what do i need to do to make sure that this doesn't happen again if i ever feel myself in a place of darkness what would i want to do or how would i want people to help me out again there's so many programs out there that they do different things for veterans you know and to me this is a part of of healing and the way to decompress and really you know turn off the world and i can can help myself out by de-stressing myself whether it be working out um, using different platforms to converse with other of my buddies uh, from another place and video gaming with them you know that part of it where we can congregate and just be ourselves and using that um, 
that video game or that certain thing in front of us so we can really open up and really talk to someone we trust. Now, it's funny, and it, maybe I shouldn't use that word, it's funny, but I, I have never, and that term itself carries a lot of mental terror, so why do you call it that? Um, PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, they have changed that a little bit more. They took it to a post-traumatic stress syndrome um, because everyone's stressor is different. Just because I went to combat and everything doesn't mean that the person that was supporting us from the stateside doesn't have some type of mental terror that creates some type of syndrome. Um, but there's different ways to, to think about it. Um, some people didn't just had the post-traumatic of right. war there's a lot of females in our uh, generation and such that su suffered some type of sexual trauma and that brings some type of PTSD as well um, not only males but females uh, so that's another right. uh, thing so that a lot of people don't talk about yeah. but it's a it's a it's a dark spot that really no one really sees and and you can't help but ever since I've, I've known you brother you've always taken on that leadership role even when you're not the leader in the room you are the leader in the room ever since we've been since we were small you've always taken on that so it, it when you say how could i had it helped some of my uh, peers that were over there and unfortunately committed suicide why do you feel that that that's on you um i feel it's an on all of us but i feel that i have I'm closer to the answers and the solutions than most people because of my uh, background. Not only I was in the military, not only I suffered a lot of uh, friends dying in combat, but only more, even more people died of suicide when we came back. Um, I started working in the, in the um, medical field because I wanted to help people. Um, that's why I went to the military. Coming back, I continued with a biomedical degree from the University of Arizona. Mm -hmm. But then I had the unique, unique experience to work for Senator McCain, which he was a veteran himself, a, a prisoner of war. And my role with him is to help veterans. So I learned how to um, navigate through federal services, which the VA is part of federal services, the benefits of it. And I didn't learn all of it. I just know the people that know it don't know most of it and those that are veterans and they saw what I was asking and they said you're different let me try to help you and now those are the people that are helping me with MVP that are helping right. veterans with benefits and all that the reason I decided to say me is because I, I, I saw very little people jumping in front of uh, in front of it and I know that this is not going to stop then again I don't maybe that that skill of yours grew with the military but ever since I, I remember even growing up it's always been you you always get in front of the in front of everything you're like wait why don't we do this instead of this or you just very inquisitive of everything i love that about you but i hate that about you <laughs> well, <Mama So>, <laughs> so um and and every you talking about like some of your friends or colleagues uh unfortunately you may come in suicide after you had came back from um deployment And I remember you were to say one week, one of them, unfortunately, wasn't with us anymore. And then another one and another one, which brings the question for someone like me that is, is not a veteran. What's how do we help you guys? How, how does one be there for you of support without overwhelming you? Because maybe it's the way we grew up. But when someone's going through someone, 
sort through something tough, we tend to shove that feeling and suppress that feeling versus openly talking about it. We have we are better at, at it now, where we show emotion, whereas before we couldn't. You're like just from the generation that we come from, unfortunately, yeah. is, is suck it up and it's life and move forward and just hope that doesn't surface down the line. So yeah. how, how does someone like me help someone like you? How do, how do I help a loved one that is struggling with PTSD or has had someone within their circle struggle with something like this? And, you know, for those here in the chat and everything, this is a, a true question and a problem. That's why I decided that MVP should be veterans and veteran supporters. Because sometimes it's hard for someone to say, hey man, I know that he's not doing well. I know she's not doing well. But I don't want to ask again. It becomes a burden. And then people think that we were become, because we're in the military, we're, we're, we're strong. We're, we're physically strong, absolutely. We've done things that other people haven't. But it doesn't mean we're mentally strong. Mm-hmm. We've, we've mentally endured a lot of things. It doesn't mean that we were able to be resilient about it. So sometimes you see that person hurting or something like that. Um, sometimes it's well, even uh, best to say, if you know someone or a veteran, hey, this is what's going on. Do you think you could help him out? Not really tell him the details of it, but like, hey, he's a friend of mine and you're a vet. You know, what do you think is going on? Just start the conversation. We have to start the conversation. If we don't start the conversation with someone else, and we need to be um, a virus in that aspect where it has to be contagious that, hey, how can we help this veteran? Well, I don't know, you know a veteran? Oh, well, I'm not a veteran, but I know this other veteran. That's the Veteran Supporter Network helping to get a veteran help with, you know. Do you feel, in your experience, do you feel like a veteran is more inclined to open up to another veteran versus a slash civilian? What does the chat think? The chat is saying yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, We do open up to veteran supporters too. Like, I have opened up to you. Um, I've opened up to other veteran supporters, but the reason is because we feel comfortable. Uh, with MVP, when you play video games or something like that, or you come into the Salty Sailor Talk, which is what we do every Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, um, basically what we do is we bring a topic, and we all give each other three minutes to delegate the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend's topic was suicide. Um, it's a hard topic to talk about, but we need to I, I just and feel, and this is where I my head off to you, brother, you guys discuss suicide you guys are and, and, and I think this is part of your effort you, you're normalizing those discussions and those are not easy discussions to have even as someone that has never been previewed to the things that you guys have seen and and it's 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 very rewarding and I, you should be proud of everything that you've done but um, how, how do you guys has that helped you personally oh man it's been it's been godsend as I try to, you know, put this together to help other people, it's helped me so much. Mm-hmm. It's helped me realize that I do have some problems. It's helped me realize that the way I try to help myself, sometimes I need that push. And some of the team that I have here with MVP, um, Titans, Shadow, Bear, uh, Poyo, Dixon, those are streamers. And those are people that um, are part of the board. Those are people that see the same struggle. And now we're like, we're, we're going the same way we just didn't have the road mm-hmm. so I'm just trying to create that road so whenever you know we're gone you know we're older whatever right there's someone still in the back because this is not something that's going to stop me. you know the military is always going to have this problem of alright well we're done with them they're done um, there's not a proper 
transitional service I agree. appropriate right now. There's a lot of... They, there is transitional service. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying that they're not really guided towards really what the issues are at this point. And now they're listening because they see the statistics. They see the issues. Mm-hmm. So now they're, 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 they're pivoting a little bit more. They're not so rigid to, to hear some of the veterans and how we have some. A lot of us have the solutions. Why? Because we're in the ground. We're, we're on the floor. We're feeling this. And we see that crack and crevice. Like, why don't we do it this way? And it's going to help out get a lot of people out of that hole. But as we continue to work together, we're going to be able to um, be able to be more boisterous. Uh, not only to and, and the I state, feel, but the I nation. see I see the difference since you started your nonprofit organization to now. I see you guys having deeper and more. You're normalizing that conversation more and more. And in a sense, we here at Templo, we are a very close knit community, and and I see that there's plenty of overlap between uh, Templo and MVP, which is great for us Templo members because, like you're saying. If you see a veteran struggle, struggling, reach out to another veteran and have that person have that conversation because you guys tend to open up more about it. And a lot of a lot of civilians, like me, let's say, I wouldn't I wouldn't have the connections with temp, with MVP like we do. I I wouldn't know another veteran. And even if I know another veteran, I and I don't have that close, um, I don't have that trust with that person. I wouldn't approach them. So I think, in a sense, the overlap that we have and that members have as well is that we we know someone that's a veteran and even if we we've crossed or we've sparred with each other in class and boxing and and mvp training i think there's a lot of value there and because of what we built between your organization as well as our community i think so there's there's a lot of value there yeah there's a there's a lot of negative connotations to a lot of words suicide ptsd civilian and I say that because us as veterans, sometimes we use, oh, you nasty civilian or something like that. I want to change that word of civilian to veteran support. <laughs> because we need to understand that we're not veterans, but we're supporters. And when we think civilian, at the end of the day, hey, veterans, they're civilians too. You know, uh, because that's that's where we started. We started from there. Um, so I want to start using more of the words that, yes, have that negative connotation, like suicide, talking to someone going to the VA, um, some of that type of stuff, because that's what's going to help us. That's what's going to help us change those that number of 22. Because our parents, like you said, the way we grew up, and not just us because of the, the type of culture or nothing like that. No, it's growing up in the society of like, hey, be a man, you know, or hey, you're in the military, you're strong. What are you talking about? Like, well, you know, there's a little bit more to that. And you know, one of the uh, gym members uh, that was uh, talking with me and working with me, she was a veteran supporter, but she told me that her father was in the Navy. In 1984, he took his life. And he's like, he had problems and everything because he was, you know, in Vietnam and everything, but no one talked about it. Mm-hmm. So it was really because of Vietnam veterans that the definition of PTSD was put in the mental health, you know, diagnoses to make sure it's not shell shock or anything like that. And now we can thank them for the platform they gave us. And we got to make sure that when we delineate a type of diagnosis, it doesn't have to um, define me. You can break that. And I, I also like that you're touching base on that because us growing up, we're very, very different. And, and, and again, we're trying to break cycles, right, from us growing up. Because growing up, 
um, in a sense you just have to suck it up and deal with it and not talk to anyone about it and you shouldn't feel bad about this and just negate your feelings suppress them hoping that they don't come back and I think in a sense even even in just us growing up we weren't affectionate towards each other we weren't even affection was showed by sacrifice and that's how our parents grew up um, I work and, and this is I'm putting my mom on the spot here hopefully she doesn't hear this <laughs> my mom would work long shifts she would do double shifts at the hospital and I love you because I work 20 hours a day and that's how I show that I love you do I have to possibly you know because everyone's financial situation is different but my love is shown to you because I, I, I break my back for you but now we're realizing how that is, is beneficial f for the kid, but it's also in a sense not, because how do, you, how do you grow up from that? Do you grow up following the same patterns where you don't see your kids because you love them because you're gonna be working 20 hours because that's how you grow, grew up? Uh, and I think that's something that we're, we're working towards. For example, you and I, seven years ago, we wouldn't, well, we wouldn't talk as much either. So I don't know that that would have been a bit big of a difference, but also even showing affection, like, hey, I love you. And we were like, mm, don't you, you have to say that? Yeah. Or why do you have to say that, you know? Yeah. It was awkward for us. And now every time we talk on the phone, we just say it more normal, whereas before it was more awkward. So I think that in a sense we're, we're working towards that and I think we're making progress. But us growing up, bro, we, we, we didn't have a lot of that. Yeah. And do you think that helped you going into the military or do you think that just reinforced that emotion that you have to be tough and you have to harden up and you know you, sh you shove your uh, your affection or yeah absolutely um, I did growing up hard like that going to the ranch waking up at 4 30 in the morning to go work hard and then all that stuff definitely prepared me to go to the military and I did mm -hmm. not know I was gonna go with the Marines those they are hard they're they're not a branch, they're a cult. I've mm -hmm. heard that many times, and guess what? Uh, that's probably true. And I feel blessed to be part of that, to be part of, like, a brotherhood that extends. You hear, hey, you're a Marine, yeah, you were, you, I was a corpsman. Oh, Doc, you're a part of Marines. That's just the way it goes, because we're sweating, we're bleeding there, you know? When our buddy dies, we're there with them, and they want us to help them. Sometimes we can't, sometimes right. we have to keep that in, and, you know, it's hard. I think I heard it first from Titan, but it's it's kind of when I was broken and he kept saying like, hey, there's this one thing that we got to take take away and it's just saying, I love you. And I was like, shit, that's powerful. I don't like to say that to people. It's like, maybe I need to. Maybe I need to start doing that. So my friends or anyone that I, I try to speak to, that's the first thing I want to I wanna end up with. It's like, hey, all right, we got this. All right, cool. All right, man. Thank, thank you. I love you, man. And sometimes it's like, later, bro. Like, it's weird. But hey, we gotta normalize that, and that's that's what it's about, you know. I'm I'm all about being hard. I'm all about like, hey, you gotta take account for your own actions. But it's okay to sometimes get a hug. But also, you know? uh, I feel like, and this is something that we're learning, and I'm sure we'll make mistakes along the way because that's what life is about, right? But we were becoming vulnerable is also a sign of strength, and that's something that I never knew growing up. Us being vulnerable was like, oh no, you, you're not, you're not tough enough. You're not, you need to, right, right, things like that. And I feel like we were trying to break that cycle, and I think we're we're making headway. Is it perfect? No, but 
doesn't mean that we won't stop trying, right? And I think a lot of that, you bring a lot of that to your organization and normalizing that. I think you're growing with it too. So and, and absolutely, I, I learned from. You know, we have over 400 people in our Discord, and I learn from every single one of them every single time. That's beautiful. Anyone. Absolutely. Um, and we can keep talking about how we grew up and stuff like that, but um, I, I do have to bring up an event that you have coming up um, for November 13th. So can, can you touch base on that? Because yeah. we also want to be a part of that. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, I want to touch uh, bases into a couple of events that we do just on the weekly basis, you know, mm -hmm. like including the workouts that we do with Temple Fitness. Again, part of, I think, that my salvation and my treatment and knowing that other people might do it is that us as veterans, whether we like it or not, we were taught somewhat of violence or how to protect yourself from violence. So why not bring into those close quarter combat again where we do boxing, jiu-jitsu, judo, kickboxing, um, hikes because those that's part of it and you know connecting through the online services that that schedule in itself it's the hybridized schedule of what we do because we do it as you as you know here at Temple Fitness physically and then we put it on stream like we're doing right now on Twitch uh, so we continue doing that and then uh, we have Z Shadow he's uh, a, a MVP member and a future board member here soon what's up Z congratulations buddy um, but uh, he's he developed and he's working to do the affiliation with veterans to stream live events. Mm -hmm. So whenever they game or something like that, you know, it's more of the exposure for each one of us to make sure that we're there. Um, you know, Salty Sailor Talk is another thing that we do um, where we bring a topic like we're doing right now. Like we're hanging out here, but it gets very personal to the point where... It's, it's, it's very private conversations and, and sentiment being shared, so we don't want to stream that. Um, people that you see here on the stream and, you know, are people that are willing to talk about it, that are right. professionals that, um, or they want to learn more so they can instruct other people, mm -hmm. you know, because as you said, um, I was kind of a leader and when I joined the military, I think a lot of people that joined the military are alphas and when they're there, they want to help out, they want that greater greater good for people that's why we're there and again i can't speak to for everyone but that's the sentiment that i got and when we do that um it shows that we're there for a higher purpose when we get out what is your purpose so to me this is the higher purpose this is something that can help us out including the salty sailor talks and then we have on sunday mobility strengthening with kidding right you know so we have those weekly events that we do and as you know this covid thing starts Dissipating as it's going already and we're doing more physical things mm -hmm. one of the physical things that we're going to be doing November 13th is two events we have an event on Friday uh, on Saturday I'm sorry the Saturday event mm -hmm. will be disc golf tournament so we're going to have a lot of people last time we did it as well I did an MVP uh, stream on it uh, we were throwing the disc around disc golf is you know it's like golf but you got discs and you throw it to baskets. Oh, and you that's count cool. them and such. And hopefully you can join us. Yeah. It's November, Saturday, thir uh, 13th at okay. 10 a.m. So it looks like it's going to be a full day event. You guys yes, gather in the morning event. and then in the evening, and what's then, going on? Yeah, after that, that's about a two-hour event. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to go to about 12 one We'll grab something to eat. And then everyone's going to go to the rooms. And then we're going to meet up at 19.12 at 6 p.m. And we're going to have food. I thought um, you were talking military time when you said 19.12. I'm like... 
why you're meeting at no, 7 No, not 7 12. <laughs> okay. The restaurant. Okay. It's a bar. Excuse me. It's a bar restaurant owned by a Marine oh, here in nice. town. And uh, he's. Uh, we met through a, uh, a, a lot of uh, events. Uh, one of the events that's happening the week after is uh, the Irreverent Warriors hike. Remember, we've done a yeah, couple of Irreverent Warriors. So, 1912 has been a very big advocate for a lot of those veterans. It's beautiful. Yeah, so we had a venue. And then I for, uh, I saw him randomly and I was like, hey, yeah, we we're trying to do this. He's like, do it over here. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn, I forgot about it. Like, yep, let's switch it then. So we talked to him. Uh, we got it set up. What time? On November 6th? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Gotcha. We're going to start at 6 p.m. 6.30, we're going to have everyone seated. About 7 o'clock, we're going to start a little bit of, uh, of music or in presentation. Uh, from there, you know, people could eat, relax. You know, it's not going to go too far. It's till 10 o'clock, and then everyone can relax and do their own thing. We're probably going to stick around still, but um, we're hoping to do it live like this. And um, we can have different streamers or streams get pulled up so everyone can see their own different stream. And maybe, you know, have a little commentary because we have people that want to be here, but unfortunately won't be able to. But that's part of MVP and how we're trying to hybridize everything. So if they're at home and they're relaxing... They're you can you just know, jump on. grabbing some food themselves. They're watching the presentation. Good. I like that. Let's so uh, just to wrap up a little bit, um, look for more information on the November 13th event. Um, just to close up, Ramon, what is a word of, of advice that you would share with a veteran supporter, not a civilian, about the holidays and a PTSD and seeing a loved one that to us seems like he or she is struggling? What's something that you can... Um, the sentiment is always there. Thank you for reaching out. I know that sometimes it's hard because there's some veterans that uh, they're dealing with a lot and sometimes there might be some thought of what if he does something to me or something like that. No veteran is probably ever going to do that. But if at anything that happens like that or if the, sen- or the feeling is there, <laughs> it's okay to, to call the VA and say this is going on or call the authorities because if you feel like that's a really bad thing that could be the best thing you can do for someone you know to make sure that that person gets the proper um, care they might feel that it might have been a little bit over but it might have to check their thoughts and say oh wow is this the type of energy I'm putting out there and the biggest thing is that I'm not saying that we can help every veteran but if there's something going on with that please encourage them to check out MVP send them to the discord They might like to work out. They might like to play video games. They might like to check out the Salty Sailor Talk. Um, you know, they might just want to hang out or just watch stream. You know, that's uh, that's why we're here for one another. Um, well, we're here and we're going to fully support you on November 13th. And I'll definitely be there for sure. So um, there is some uh, also additional information. Of if, if all this information is good for you, please use it. Make the most of it. Share it with someone. Also, if this information, uh, even if you're a veteran or not, and you need someone to talk, the nationwide number for uh, suicide prevention is 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-8255. Brother, I'm pretty sure we can go on and on. Um, maybe we'll, we'll do a lo- another one here later on. But um, thank you for your time. I know you had to drive across town for this. That's all good. Thank you. Pleasure, brother. All right, brother. Well, I love you. Love you too, man. Take care.